This episode of Juggalo Judgment may contain a rehash of a bunch of songs that we've already heard before. Uh, also, the the promising beginnings of Jamie Madrox's solo career. The one that never happened. And the, the usual murder stuff and all that. Listener discretion is advised. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Juggalos, Juggalettes, those who do not identify as such. This is Juggalo Judgment, where two friends take their time out of their busy schedules to sit down, listen to, and analyze music of the Juggalo variety. You are joined by your hosts, Mike and Shmee. Booyah! If no, he's achieved rocket status and is now gone up in the stratosphere. I must go. My home plan. <laughs> so, we have another episode for you. This is episode 20. Shot, wow. If I, if I, I think you are correct. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get that down. Um, this is, uh, it's, we're at a, uh, an awkward point. Um, we're recording at the not normal time, just like last time. It happens, you know. We were actually supposed to record the day before normal because I was trying to have plans. And then my puppy got sick. <laughs> So that got scrapped, and then we did decided not to record on the normal day. So it's yeah. the day after we would normally record. <laughs> um, and uh, and yeah, so we worked earlier, and um, here we are in the yeah, evening. Exactly, a nice Monday evening, yeah. the perfect day. No fucking Monday. on the bright side. I don't gotta work tomorrow. Oh well, that's fucking nice. Woo. That makes me sad. I have to go to the doctor. <laughs> oh well, shit! Yeah. This is this is uh. This is just another day for me, honestly. Yeah. It was cool, though, because I, uh, I took some time uh, after I had done my notes. Well, last night I did the notes, but uh, I listened to a couple new CDs that I got oh, recently. Nice. I had gotten the new Kung Fu Vampire album uh, last week. It's you, super uh, good. You shattered it out, I remember. It's, it's yeah. super good. Check it out. Um, I just got the CD uh, by The Have Nots, which uh, is uh, ABK and Big Hoodoo. Um, it was a fucking limited ass pressing because it was at the gathering um but i checked that out today i listened to it a couple times it's really fucking good and then uh i finally got the most recent breaking benjamin album <laughs> which i also listened to today and they're fucking great i love it but uh in on on the subject of uh of some new music stuff actually i yeah. just listened to something today yes i saw the tweet yeah um i did not get to listen to this but you did yeah, yeah. Uh, one, of, one of our one, one of, our, of our listeners uh chris, chris. Bellis, uh shot us a, a quick thing a link to uh, uh somebody from from his neck of the woods i would assume across, across the pond at the very least on the same side of the pond as him yes uh, it's experimentality i actually don't know if like that's the they have EXP is like on their thing and all this other stuff but their yeah. band camp is just experimentality and you know oh, what? Okay. Solid UK rapper. Nice. He's he's good. He's an interesting one because yeah. you list, like listening to the the instrumental side of it mm-hmm. I was like did one of our fucking listeners just send us somebody getting into the chap hop game years <laughs> fucking late? No. Uh, he, he does have like sort of that like he he pulls stuff from jazzy kind of sounds and all oh, okay. that, like like more well less jazzy, more like 
Well, it's still jazzy, like twenties kind of like <laughs> sounds. Like I, did, I like that. That's cool. It's not normal. Yeah, like no. and and he's a he's an interesting kind of dude with the way that he rap. That's cool. I have to check that out. I know I saw you respond and saying you checked out the one song. Um, so I have to do that. Thank you for that suggestion. Yeah, I do we, enjoy listening to we music wanted, from time to time. Yeah, we asked for some suggestions. We got at least one. Still, I waiting. forgot that we asked about. That. Hey, we did. <laughs> Still waiting on a response from Mars. Tell me what. Uh, tell me what I got to listen yeah, to. Yeah, Mars, come on the show. Oh god. <laughs> um, but Fight you know me. what? But you know what? That's not what we're talking about today. What are we talking? We about are today? talking about. Twisted's Cryptic Collection. Uh, this is the first one in the series. I gotta say, every time that you had said this to me way earlier, my brain was flipping between, did he say cryptic or cryptid? Because either one of them would uh, fit well. I cryptid think, Collection would be super I cool. I think it would have been better, honestly. Just, just songs about, like, mythical animals. I mean, like, either that or I figured that they were just referring to their songs themselves as, like, mythical animals. <laughs> In okay. Like, like yeah. their, their songs were mythical creatures I that need, they were releasing. I need a song about Bigfoot yeah. ASAP, like, right now. Do it. And then Nessie. And then Nessie fighting Bigfoot. Get on it, we Jamie need this. and Monoxide. <laughs> Get Blaze on it, too. We need this. Blaze um, can be so, Sasquatch. So a really cool thing that uh, that Fago Lovers, which, if if you don't know what Fago Lovers is, I'm sorry. You have failed as a juggalo. Um, What's up, y'all? Editing Shmeev, just cutting in here real quick on the morning that this episode is going up because I I was letting this episode play a little bit while I was messing with intros and stuff, and I heard this line that I didn't pay attention to before, and, uh, you know, I just gotta, I gotta shout out to all the juggalos out there. You ain't gotta know what Fago Lovers is to be a successful juggalo any more than you have to have been to the gathering. Mike. Mike. But they just actually updated uh, a section of their site that has all of the releases from Psychopathic and uh, Magic Ninja in order of release date, but separated by artist. Um, so that's actually going to make this way easier for me to figure out what the fuck we do next. <laughs> um, and uh, the interesting thing is, is Cryptic Collection 1 came out just a couple weeks after Freak Show did. Um, I can't pinpoint a date because Fago Lovers says uh, November 14th of 2000, and Wikipedia, I think, says uh, November 21st, so within a week Do or so. Do either of them have citations? Um, no, oh, I don't think so. My thing is, I don't think the Cryptic Collection was a, a nationwide release. I think this was only like on their site and maybe on tours, um, and based on the content that we're going to see, that probably makes sense. Um... But yeah, I'm going to be utilizing that side a lot more to figure out uh, what's the next stuff we have to do is and kind of plan out um, <laughs> what we're doing. But uh, but yeah, Cryptic Collection is basically Twisted's version of A Forgotten Freshness. Um, now, when we did Forgotten Freshness Volumes 1 and 2, those came out in 1998. So ICP had already been doing music as Insane Clown Posse for six years. Um, however, with this... Twisted had only been twisted for two years. So we Indeed. are not getting necessarily a lot of stuff from Twisted, but some pre-Twisted stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, for didn't we... Uh, we got, like, Inner City Posse on... Uh, there was one Inner City Posse song, yes. We got yeah. Dog Beats. There you go. Um, but, I mean, everything else on that was, was basically stuff that had been given away, like, on Hallow Wicked singles. Yeah, yeah. Or 
maybe B-sides on one thing or another, like right, Willy right, Bubba right. was a fucking B-side. So, yeah, I mean, we're, we're seeing that, hey, Twisted can do a Forgotten Freshness CD as well. Um, it's interesting, though, because in the booklet, it does not make any mention of Freak Show. So I'm wondering if they had the Cryptic Collection kind of, like, finished already. I think so, yeah. And... Um, how, how far, how long after, did you say? This is three weeks after Freak Show. They did, They probably had it pressed and ready to go. So that's the thing, is I think that they did that before, like, after Most Hasteless was done, mm-hmm. clearly. And um, and then they were just waiting to drop this, but wanted to put out Freak Show. That's my guess. I don't I don't have any, like, things stating that. Um, but uh, what we're going to do is, um, I am going to refer to the booklet that's in there, because it's just like the Forgotten Freshest, where they tell us a little bit about the tracks. So when we listen to the songs, when we start fading out, I'm just going to read what's in there, and then we'll go into our little discussion. So, I believe it's it's about that time. It is about that time. I don't time. see any reason to hold off any longer. No. Um, so as we do every episode, you should know this by now, this is the point where we crack open some Fagos. What do we have today? I mean, I haven't seen you, and you were reticent to give me my fucking Fago, so... Hey! We want some Bailey! Cotton candy! <laughs> hey! Hey, hey! hey. Come we want a cotton candy. Uh, but this cotton candy is already wet, because it is cotton candy Fago! Woo! So... I tried going slow on mine, and it just just like, nope. You don't have the touch. No. Or the power. No. Ah, it's been a minute since I've had some, some cotton candy bagel. All right, still delicious. Oh, it's fucking bomb. <laughs> I remember first getting it at a fucking rest stop on the way to Ohio, <laughs> and being so mad that I couldn't find it anywhere else for like another couple months, and then she's got it. <laughs> Alright, so let's get into it. This is the first track. This is Twisted Intro 2. I guess since it's just a spoken word, I can just talk over this one. I don't see why not. Alright, so I'm just going to go with it. This was recorded in late December of 97 and was intended to be used on the first pressing of Most Tasteless as the intro. But by the time the album was finished, they felt they needed a better intro to set the mood. <laughs> right? So instead of having... So that's why it's called Twisted Intro to God. Exactly. Yeah. So instead of having uh, Jamie Madrox speak in a distorted voice, yeah. we have pretty music with gunshots and, and screaming and, and women screaming. That's... I mean, what more could you ask for? I... I have nothing There's else. There's nothing. It's, it's pretty it's, great. Like, I see why they switched it, but at the same time, I kind of wish that they would have actually, like, I kind of wish that they would have gone with that one, but maybe, like, I don't know. I like the one I, I went with. It worked. I do too, but I guess, I get, I think I just enjoyed, like, the speech itself. Yeah. Um, and, and the, like, the line where he says, like, if you, if you don't stand with us, then I can only assume that you, that you stand against us or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of cool, but at the same time, we end up getting something like that similar in, like, 
five or six songs on Freak Show. Well, let me, <laughs> let me read what I have to say about this track. Yes. I feel like they're just stuck on the same shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, again, this this was the first intro that was recorded. Yeah, I mean, so that, that was from a while ago. They, but, had, yeah. they had an actual premise set up. Right. And... I guess they just were like... And they, they basically did... Like, this intro is basically what they did for Freak Show, so, I mean, it got used regardless. Oh, yeah, I guess I guess technically it's, it did. I mean, like, it's not the same, but it's it's the same. Yeah, okay. I'll, he, I'll... He's saying the same shit, more or less. Except Legs Diamond is saying it in Freak Show. Oh, really? Yeah. I forgot. Yep. All right, there's not really much else to go on this one. Let's move yeah. on to, uh, to track number two, which is What the Fuck, Extra Crispy X. What the fuck? This extra crispy mix grabs you by the face and kicks your balls in. It was recorded in March of 98 and was used as the B-side for a How Does It Feel single. Huh. Interesting. So, I could be wrong, but is this slightly slower than the original? I'm not sure. I didn't really listen to them that closely, one right after the other. I was too busy trying to figure out what the actual differences were between, like, the things that were going on, and all I came up with was they have some cleaner vocal production in it. I think on the, this one, yeah. Oh wow! And I think the beats a little bit not as great, but <laughs> yeah, they changed the instrumental up. I did think that on the chorus, the gunshot sounds are louder. Maybe I don't like know. they they hit harder, in my opinion. I, I think a lot of the but... I think a lot of the nice touches that I appreciate, they just they're like, let's turn those down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems like. I mean, remixes can be, like, hit or miss when with a lot of rap songs, like... Uh... I feel like... I'm, I'm just gonna... I'm gonna say it straight up right now, okay. so you know it when it, know for whenever the rest of these come up. <laughs> I feel like the twisted approach to remixes is clean up the vocals and then turn down everything Garble that everything is else. not percussion. <laughs> yeah, okay, you know what, that makes sense. And then distort the shit out of it. Like, that's and that's what they do, and I just I would don't say get it. <laughs> I will agree with that, but at the moment only for this, because there are remixes that they do in the future that I do appreciate. Okay. Um, And if there's anything different, I think it does enough to... Um, stand well enough on its own and That's not good. necessarily like bring down the quality of the overall song or make you like 
be like, oh man, I really wish, really wish I was listening to the original one or something like right. that. Right. Like, it's it's very hard, in my opinion, to find songs where the remix is better than the original. I <sighs> DJ Khaled songs. All I do is win. Remix uh, is way better than the regular one. I'm so hood. I don't know that one. I really don't. That was the uh, that was the one where the reference that Ludacris drops in the original "All I Do Is Win" came from. Oh, really? Where he says that uh, first in a remix, now I'm on the original version. <laughs> in, the, in the "I'm So Hood" remix, he says "I'm So Hood" that Ludacris should have been on the original version. Oh, that's funny. And in the video, he's like yelling that at DJ Khaled, like shoving him. That's funny. Khaled's like, "All right, I got him. Sorry." All right, we're, <laughs> all right real, real quick. What are other songs? I'm trying to think about uh, there's gotta other be things one. with better remixes. Where the remix is better than the original. Yeah, I don't know. That, that's my aside from you know chicken hunting and hocus pocus <laughs> <laughs> and redneck o ninety nine. First day out. <laughs> yeah, well that's a cover. No, think about remember. it. It's a cover. Whatever. <laughs> uh, I was going to say Stay High by 36 Mafia, but I do not like the remix. See, I don't know a lot of remixes off the top of my head. Ah, uh, there's got to be something. Oh, um, okay. The song Hate It or Love It by... Technically, the original one is by The Game uh, and 50 Cent. But on uh, 50's album The Massacre, which was the album that dropped like right before the whole game 50 Cent beef... Um, there is a G-Unit uh, mix of the song Hater or Love that has all the members of G-Unit, and it's fucking great. It's really good. It's really good. It. Also, uh, the Out of Control remix, uh, which was also a song from The Massacre, when The Massacre got re-released, um, it took off the Hater or Love It mix, because it didn't want anything to do with the game, <laughs> and then they put uh, Out of Control, which had, uh, what, Mob Deep, and, oh, fuck, who was the other guy? I can't remember. But yeah, and that one sounds nothing like the original. Like the instrumental's different. Like all the words are different. It's it's almost like it's a new song and not a remix. But I don't know. That's what Fifty do. Uh, Mega Rand's Splash Woman. He's got a really cool like. <laughs> it's like an unplugged live band version of it. It's oh really? Sweet. Yeah. That's cool. I like. I like I said. I can get behind remixes, but they've got to be done right. They've really got to be done right. There are a couple ICP ones that are super good. One of them we will talk about fucking ten years after this album. We'll see. <laughs> you'll you'll be fine with it. I, I know that you'll be fine with that one. Uh, is it a song that I already like? Uh it might be. It's on an album that you like. So okay. cool. that's that's enough. Alright, let's uh, let's move along to track three. I could. You see, I can make a million, don't have to sell drugs. I can smoke a roach and don't have to like bugs. I can pack a bowl, but I'm not Chichin Chong. Not Cypress Hill, but I like hitting bones. I can be fat and don't have to gain weight. I can be a legend and don't have to be great. I don't have to take a plane to fly high. I don't want to live my life just to die. I can be a DJ and don't have to scratch. I can spark my cigarette with lighter or match. This is one of those basement-ass, old-school joints recorded in November of 96, produced and written by Mr. Bones for his EP entitled Something Weird. Huh. Hearing all that over and over, I'm just like, thinking of 
Nas, I know I can't. I, I know, know I, I can't can be what I want to be. Be what I want to be. If I work hard at it. If I work hard at it. I'll be where I want to be. I'll be where I want to be. Be, be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, uh, he could do a lot of things. He could. As I understand, he could become the president and legalize weed. Mm. And I, I don't, don't want weed, Jamie. I don't want weed legalized. That's yeah, same. I want. I want weed decriminalized. Yeah. <laughs> Decriminalization is the way it needs to go. But as long as you're going along with that, Jamie, don't forget to pardon people and pay out reparations for all the time they had to spend in jail over this non-fucking crime. Yep. Um. So this is something, as we as we heard, uh, this was recorded in '96, and a big complaint that I have had, and I've stated this before, with mm-hmm. anything that was like from House of Crazies. Yeah is I can't fucking stand how low the um, audio quality is for vocals yep. and how fucking bombastically loud <laughs> the instrumentals are, because then I can't hear it. Yeah. This was not too bad. It's pretty well mixed. This mixing was actually pretty decent, and it makes me wish that the <laughs> same effort was put into House of Crazy stuff. There's something else that I that I noticed is... When we're seeing at a time now that so many albums are being re-released as digitally remastered, sometimes that's not great. I have heard some albums, or at least some songs, where I've heard the original and been like, okay, and then I hear the digitally remastered, and it sounds like kind of tinny. A lot of stuff gets sucked out of it, yeah. And it's it's like, why did they do this? Well. Like, it's painful to listen to. And... It depends on who's doing the remastering and what they focus on. I guess. Like, some, I mean, sometimes it's just like they end up just compressing it to shit or some bullshit like that, and it just loses a lot of the dynamics and stuff that were in it. Right. And I mean, it's one thing for like whoever's producing it, but if the producer's also the person who's mixing it, that can be a good and bad thing at the same time, yeah. depending on who's doing it. As, we, as, as I was listening to early episodes of Roach Coach, shout out like always, because they're fucking awesome, yeah. um, found out that... Uh, the Angel Ross Robinson, great producer, not a good mixer. <laughs> his shit sounds muddy as fuck. Yeah. And anybody that he, like, that's produced, or that he has produced stuff for, if it sounds good, it's because there's a specific person who is doing the mixing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, I, I dig the sound of this, because yeah. it's not bad. You can tell clearly it's an older song. Right. But I find it really... Interesting when I'm hearing songs like this was recorded in '96, but I've heard songs that were from an earlier time that sound better quality. Yeah, like I could bust out fucking Ice Ice Baby, which came out in 19 technically '89, but didn't come popular until '90, and it sounds better quality than this. Like, I mean, I'm sure that it has to do with like the person didn't have. The, the, the greatest whoever, equipment. Whoever's behind the boards and what kind of stuff they're working I, with is going to determine a lot of stuff. Also, even just where they're recording at. Like Nowadays, we have a lot of shit that helps us out. Oh, certainly. Uh, I, I don't know what existed back then, but I don't believe that they had the kind of shit that we have now where like uh, every time that we do an episode... You don't hear my desktop making noise. You don't hear a lot of the other sounds that go on because... I can literally just set something up, play a section of it that doesn't have our voices, mm-hmm. 
and then in a couple seconds, it's like, all right, I will not play any of that noise that I just heard. Yeah. And it's gone. And it's great. Like, trust us, we know that this does not sound like the best quality oh, ever. No. <laughs> like, eventually, if if we can find the cash to that get another mic, mic you know, we'll probably sound better. Well, then we'll need but... three microphones. What? No. Me and two mics. I'm sorry. I'm not actually that sorry. God, anyway, but no, the thing is, is like, they... If if they're just in a bad, if they don't have a good room to record in and all that stuff, and they just have a bunch of shitty ass reverb off the walls because they didn't pad it because they couldn't, right? It it, it gets it's like, fucked. It's like look at the uh, look at the video for uh, Slacker by Tech Nine. Oh god, where he's literally in a closet, mm-hmm. <laughs> like rapping to, to his microphone where the thing has like pantyhose over it. Yep, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I put a sock over our uh, microphone just for like a quick and dirty pop filter because I don't have a fucking pop filter. Yeah. So I mean that's just something that I wanted to point out, but like this, the mixing for this one does not sound bad, and it's like I said, it's unfortunate that there's other House of Crazy stuff that I would be more willing to listen to if it at least sounded a little more clear like this. Yeah, they might just not have any of this stuff for it you know it's quite possible it's it's know. possible that they they got it mixed and then they just they may have just chucked the actual like original <laughs> they may have chucked the individual tracks for it and they just might not have masters anymore oh god that's depressing i that happens with a lot of shit man yeah let's move on we'll go to track number four ain't a damn thing changed recorded in December of 98 as one of the new tracks to be featured on the national release of Most Tasteless. Oh. The concept for the song is no matter how much money or fame you acquire, people will always find some reason to hate on you. Yeah, more or less. I am actually really surprised that it was cut. It sounds like this is a song that was produced by uh, Scott Sumner, who bit, yeah. recorded the majority of the first album, the, the original Most mm-hmm. Tasteless. doesn't sound like a Mikey Clark can do something like that. Song, um, but I'm really curious. Like, what was the reason that they didn't put it on the album? Is it like there's a, there was um, no spot for it, or okay, I'm pretty so, sure that like they could have fit it on the CD. I don't think that it's a you know like 79 minute album. No, nah, I mean he talked. To, okay, so they said about like 
how no matter how much money you get or whatever, there's always going to be haters and all that stuff. Right. Well, the way that I was listening to it, whenever I did a, I did my listen, I, I brought up lyrics for it real quick, but I, I read a slightly different thing than that. Oh, real quick, before you go into it. Go. I also want to say that I'm reading these liner notes that Shmeev has not read at all. No, I have not. So, that was the thing is, <laughs> when we were doing our listens, he was telling me that he was having trouble thinking of things to talk about. Yep. So I was hoping that, okay, well, if I at least read these, that might help, like, spark something. I mean, I did come up with this. Okay, that's right. Uh, all the stuff oh, that's ahead. in here, I did write stuff for basically every single song. Right. Uh, but, okay, so the thing is, is, like, it sounded to me like he was speaking from the point of, like, we've made it and we have money now. Right. But we still twisted. And that would not make any goddamn sense <laughs> to go on to most tasteless. Else. Like, that does not belong on Most Tasteless, your first album. You yeah. don't go, we made it, guys. We got the money, but we're still us. Don't worry. Nobody knows who the fuck you are. Yeah, you don't, you don't have that <laughs> on there. It's your debut. When, you don't have that on there when, meanwhile, in 1999, when the Slim Shady LP comes out, and one of the most significant songs on it is the song Rock Bottom, where Eminem is talking about how shitty life is. Oh, God. And that he's doing everything possible to try and succeed so that he can have a better life. Mm. You know? When, allegedly, it's not even allegedly, it's it's fucking truth, because you can see it online, Eminem opened for House of Crazies uh, back yeah. in the mid-90s. Um, and, you know, he's the one who got the success. Yeah, Go figure. That. <laughs> That's because people weren't keen on people wearing masks. <laughs> right. But no, I mean, but, that, that, yeah. that seems like a reason that it wouldn't have no, ended I... up on there. I don't know if that's like... Because that, that's just what I read into it, listening to it. That's that's what the words guess, said to me. And it's I'm like, that seems weird. I guess I get it based on the context of like what the song is about, but I still think that there's other tracks that they could have taken off instead. I guess, yeah. Um, well, and had it... An like <laughs> no you have to have ICP they could have just taken it off and not replaced it with anything <laughs> so i all right i'll 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 go with that i do think this is a good song though i like the i like the instrumental on it sorry again i do i do think that the production like overall could have been a little bit better like a little tighter like the the vocal mixing is, yeah, is still I mean, a thing for me they, but that's that's with every that's literally every track that's produced by Scott Sumner. The only ones that I think really stood out by him were things like Die Motherfucker Die. It's really good. Kind of Secondhand Smoke. It's really good. Uh, and How Does It Feel? Uh, which I'm pretty sure was him. Not, uh, but well, yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, I just don't think that his mixing was that great. And I'm curious if he's the same person who produced all of HOK stuff. I think one of the big problems that I see with a lot of these is. Whenever you get around to hooks in their stuff, they really love just layering a thousand fucking things over each other. Right, and that's why whenever we <laughs> were talking about on Freak Show, when we yeah. were talking about um, Fuck on the First Date, uh -huh. it yeah. wasn't until you were listening to it while we were recording uh -huh. where you were able to hear a couple things that are not great. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's one thing whenever you can, like, pick and choose that stuff. If you're just listening to the stuff on speakers or in your car, you're not going to hear all that shit. Right. Like, the optimal way to listen to a lot of these records is with headphones. Plain and simple. And unless you are aiming for just your listeners not being able to understand what is going on in your song, uh, whenever you're recording something and thinking, what if I had my vocal track 
and then this other vocal track, and I just put them at the exact same level. Don't do it. <laughs> just don't do it. Yeah. It's a stupid idea. <laughs> yeah, it's... Unless you are literally just trying to make it like clash and be confusing. That's cool. Go for it. Artistic. Like, it's one thing whenever you have like two separate things, but they're in uh, each yeah each side. Yeah, these are just um, not straight up layered over there, each other. <laughs> there is a song that um, I know for a fact will come up. I think it's in Cryptic Collection Two, actually. Oh. Um, but uh, but there's one that does that, and it's it's really like confusing, but it makes sense in the context of the rest of the track. Hmm. So I, I do appreciate that, but it has to be done properly. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah. Not much else for any damn thing change. That's it. Uh, next, all I put for this is actually ain't a damn things. I didn't finish writing the name of the fucking. Oh my god! Did you say thing or thang? Ain't, ain't a damn things. Oh, what a fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> it was late when I did my notes last night because I forgot that I had to do them. Man. All right, we're moving on. Track number five: Bad Dream. Another old school Mr. Bones track that was supposed to be on the Something Weird EP. Recorded in November of 96, maybe now this tale of pleasure and pain will forever be an underground classic. Huh. This is a song that I never paid attention to until just now doing this. <laughs> well, no, because again, like the sound quality is normally something that would turn me off. I actually really like the song. I don't know what you're hearing in a lot of the sound quality stuff that you I say just, about. I don't, well, this is the thing is, upon re-listening to this, yeah. this has... Again, like I could, better mixing than other HOK stuff, but it's still quote unquote lower quality than what I'm ex- what I'm hoping for from Twisted. But I have, because I had to actually sit down and listen to this, I really dig this song now. Yeah. Like I appreciate it. And I like the basic premise, I mean you didn't really get to the full part, but this is basically a wet dream that turns into a bad dream. That's literally what it is. Yeah. What you got? Shout out to the OG World Trade Center bombing. Oof. 1993. Oof. Uh, and yeah, so wait, what was this again? 96? Yeah, 96. 96, man. Three years. Yeah, they carried some stuff out. I, hey, hey, (laughs) hey. In just a couple days, well, it'll already pass whenever this comes out. That's true, man. Uh, 9-11. Never forget. Yeah. Uh, what remember day? the Alamo. What day was the OG? Oh fuck, fine. Oh. Yeah, well, we forgot, didn't we? Well, that's because it was that was because it was an act of domestic terrorism. Uh, Nobody yeah. pays attention to that yeah, shit. It's failed too. So. Anyways, go on. Uh, another, he brings up Spock. He, he, he doesn't. He's a Spock name drop. He, I didn't even know it. He says like, <laughs> it's it, like it's illogical. Like Spock. Like Spock was the logical one. You fuck. <laughs> you don't even know shit about Dick, man. Get the fuck out of here. But then, 
<laughs> Another reference <laughs> you to a happy. 1993 event. You were happy about this one. In U.S. history. <laughs> <sighs> Lorena Bobbitt. American hero. <laughs> <laughs> so, back in, in 1993. Had a kind time moment. What? She had a kind time. Oh my god. (laughs) Uh, Because her husband was an abusive piece of shit, uh, she went and got a big ol' fucking knife and cut his dick off. And then threw it out the window of her car as she was driving. And then called the police and confessed to it and told them where she threw it. Uh, It was regrafted to him. It took nine hours, apparently. She, uh, she choppy-choppy his pee-pee. And, uh, yeah. She also was not convicted of that. Oh, that I didn't know. No, uh, it was an insanity plea. Because he beat the shit out of her all the yeah, time, Yeah, so. they, they, they were like, uh, no. Uh, she clearly has, like, clinical depression and also probably PTSD from the abuse that she suffered yeah. from her husband. And, uh, yeah. Eat shit. <laughs> Her husband went on to uh, star in two pornographic films. And also beat other women. Fucking hell. He's just garbage. Like, forever. The end. Oh my god. Shoutouts to Lorena Bobbitt. Uh, Come on the show. Jamie Jamie Madrox with all the uh, pop culture references. He has a lot of them. Seriously, we, we, we talked about this earlier. Jimmy Madrox, if he just waited 10 years, he could have been such a popular nerdcore rapper. He could have been. <laughs> like, I want, I want fucking Jamie Madrox, MC Chris, Mega Ran, all on one track. Get get that. And Storyville could do a good, a good uh Yeah, track. yeah. Yeah, let's get that. I got nothing else on this one. Got nothing. So, this next one I've actually been really, really excited for. Okay. Um, and actually, if you want to turn the volume down, because I have the exact spot where I want you to start. Oh, yeah. Go on. Um, so, it's going to be at uh, 108. We'll have you start. And, uh, yeah. So, this is track number six. This is uh, Somebody Dissing You Remix. Bang, it makes my spine shiver Murder for hire, better believe I deliver You think somebody dissing you They probably are So far all I've been hearing Is play a Change is still a bitch. How many times can you switch a format? What 
Blazy Dead Homie has been down with Twisted since day one. In fact, that dead motherfucker was up in the studio with Twisted when they recorded this little ditty right here and even cut a verse. I bet you didn't know that. Well, here it is in its uncut form, recorded in February of 98. Oh. I am so fucking salty. <laughs> that Violent J did not want Twisted to be a trio. Yeah. Like, we we discussed this mm -hmm. before about how apparently Violent J was not keen on Blaze. Yeah. Did not want him to be in the group. He only wanted Twisted. He wanted Jamie Madrox and Monoxide Child. Didn't even want to sign Blaze, but they were the ones who helped get him on. Yep. But that verse right there is one of the best early Blaze verses ever. That's pretty good. It's so fucking good. And it really makes me wish that he would have been a permanent member in the group because I think that it would have helped differentiate Twisted more from ICP. Everybody, whenever Twisted was starting out, was just like, oh, they're ICP clones. <laughs> and, hey, let's be fair. So a lot of those people weren't, like, completely wrong. Yeah. Like, oh, it's two more white guys doing horrorcore with face paint. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. But while they were, like... Better lyricists, I think a lot of people just did, wouldn't give that the time of day. But having a third member, I think, would have done wonders. A little bit, yeah. And especially with how close Blaze is with Twisted. Yep. Like, they're basically interchangeable. <laughs> I, I think I mentioned on a, on a prior episode that there was a tour that Twisted was, was going to do. And Monoxide could not perform because I think he had, like, knee surgery or something. Yeah. And Blaze subbed for Monoxide. And apparently fucking killed the shit. Because <laughs> Blaze can remember lyrics like it's nobody's business. Apparently he's really fucking great at that. But, like, I hear this, and... Granted, this song is not perfect. No. Okay? We we talked about the original Somebody Dissing You, and normally we wouldn't do something that was exactly the same. This is not, because we have Blaze's verse. Right. We did think about how... There is clearly a lot of shit going on in this song, though. Yeah. Uh, in I, I listened to, to both of them back to back real quick just to con confirm a few suspicions of mine because I was listening to this one and I felt like it was missing a lot of things. A yes. lot there's a lot of a lot of the production in it seems kind of garbage. Um, some of the some of the nice touches that I appreciated from the original were like just kind of fucking gone and stuff. Some of the right. some of the background things like that nice little little keys line that they got going on. Uh, is just not as present as it usually is, right. and the little the weird drop off thing that it switches for in the verses also isn't as it misses. Uh, it's not in the mix very much. It misses the part in Madrox's verse where he says um, "fuck a beat" because a rock acapella doesn't yeah, yeah. cut out there. Uh, it does like it, it does drop something, but not the entirety of the instrumental like it should. Yeah, no, I don't think it's a um whole thing, but. Yeah, in reality, I mean, I have this written as a remix, but technically it's not. This yeah. is the original mix of this song. Yep. And what they did was just scrap Blaze's verse and then tighten up the production on it. Yeah, so, did, was this, uh, was somebody dissing one of the things that they brought to ICP for their demo thing? It was not. No, okay. No, the, the original tracks that were given to ICP were, um, 
Die Motherfucker Die, Secondhand Smoke, and I believe it's How Does It Feel. Okay. I think is, is the other one. I, I don't feel like getting the book out. I'm sorry. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But I, I, was, just, I was just asking yeah, in general. Yeah, it was, it was not somebody dissing you. Okay. Um, but, I mean, we talked about this. This was on... Somebody dissing was originally on Most Tasteless. We touched about... Uh, t- talked based on it because of... It was on... Um, Sorry, Pass From Our Space. Yeah. I believe is how we talked uh, talked about right. it before. Because, um, again, Most Tasteless... Out of, like, half the tracks that got scrapped, they got put on other projects. Yeah. We're going to talk about a couple of the other ones, I think. Or, actually, I think we're going to pass up some of them because they were on other things. Because they're on the next Crypto Collection, too. Oh, cool. But... This one, I listened to this one way more than the finalized version. <laughs> and despite it, quote-unquote, sounding worse on a musical, like, oh, aspect. level, yeah. I love Blaze's verse, it's and I good don't verse. like missing that. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And and again, it just makes me so angry. It, it would be cool if they would have actually like mastered it well. Oh, done, like, for a, sure. Done a proper mix like, of the fucking thing me, when they released it. But I mean, it is just... I, I legitimately think that this was one of... Okay, so we did have the, the three demo tracks that were given to to uh, Violent J. So what I wonder is, okay, ROC left House of Crazies. So Jamie and Paul went to the studio made those three tracks, gave them to Violent J. Yeah. And he was like, cool. Then, they were seeing about getting Blaze on there and made this song. That's possible. Yeah. But in between that happening and them trying to get Blaze in there, like, that's where we get the the the, the, the cut. Yeah. Per se. And it's, again, it's super fucking bummer because this version, like, ugh. Blaze, you could you could literally just switch like one of the two members with Blaze, and it still sound amazing. But because yeah. they each have like so unique voices, and oh, it's just it's fucking disheartening. <laughs> but the, at the same time, we do get excuse me, we do get a group of the three of them in the future. Yeah, um, and some of Blaze's best work comes with. When he's working directly with Twisted. So it's not a total loss in the future, but it still makes me wonder, like, man, what the fuck would have happened right. if all three of them were a group from the very beginning? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's all I got on that one. How about you? That's all I got. You good? So I said what I got to say. I fucking love that song. All right, so, so we actually don't have to talk about the next track. Blam. The next one is, uh, is Blam, which we discussed on uh, Second Packs from Our Space. It's the same song. This was, oh, but I can talk about it real quick, because it is on here. Song that some of you might have heard on the second pack from our space CD. Yeah, we did. It was recorded uh, in November of '96 by Mr. Bones for his little LP, Something Weird. Huh, look at that! Oh, look at this! this is three tracks we we have heard that should have been on a little EP. That was also his demo track for uh, you know signing on with a nerdcore label, <laughs> where they just talked about something weird. <laughs> okay, so uh, oh, what's something? What's weird. that? Oh, was that next. track number eight is something something weird. weird. Are, are you enjoying that? Just shut the fuck up and sit and watch. I come like blam, ah, all up in your face to give your motherfucker. 
motherfuckers a taste of whatever I'm kicking. Damn, the shit is finger licking like the pussy attached to the bitch I'm sticking. Flicking the cuddling is real tough. Cause I wear a pair of thighs like some motherfucking earmuffs. Lick it up because I get to the point. Sit back, relax, and smoke a fucking joint. Rough, rougher than the course line of the sandpaper. More complex than mental illness with the soothing vapors. Where the papers? Because I wanna get high. Lay on the lawn and stare at the sky. I'm quite disgusted when suckers are pathetic. I scream on my battle cry and freeze you up like cryogenics. Anesthetic, carbon monoxide on my milk. Pressure on your mind until your mind swells. It's something weird. Yeah. Check the sound. Keep this free shit going down. Grab it to the rhythm like you don't just so. Ask me where my brain is, man. I don't know. We check the sound. Keep this freaky shit going down. Finally, the title track to all to the all fresh bootleg EP you heard some speculation about. Recorded in December of '96, this song, as well as its other four tracks, were never released. When asked why, Madrox said, I never had the money to press it. Well, judging by his large frame, maybe if he didn't spend all of his money on food and weed, this EP might have had a chance. <laughs> Damn. This doesn't hear. Um, I dig this track. It's okay. I really do. I, I like the production on it. Um, and funny enough, this is a song that I think that they could have put on Most Tasteless. And what I think, what I'm saying is, I think that they could have put it in place of First Day Out, since it's basically, that's basically a Mad Rock solo track as well. Yeah. However, I'm glad that they didn't, because Twisted's version of First Day Out is fucking amazing. It's, it's, it's that good. So, that's what I got. Alright. So, this this was the point in in the album where it, it I really got hit with stuff. Okay. And... and <laughs> I, I told I talked I talked to you about this. Yes. Um, oh, okay. Our 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 early discussion. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so in this song, like I was like, all right, let me let me every okay, listening to Twisted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I will go through my listen where I'm just like I'm just listening, you know. Yes. But I where do it's background tr- noise or you're like I'm just I just it's on. Okay. See, I will what, attempt, see what stands out. I will attempt to do an active listening thing, usually, to try and figure... Like, whenever I'm taking notes, I try to, like, really listen to yes. see what what's going on and what I want to talk about. Right. But... This happens a lot with Twisted. Mm-hmm. I fucking zone. Yeah. And there's nothing I can do about it. Because whenever I'm listening to Twisted, I find that they just kind of fucking say things. And there's not really a thread to follow most of the time. Right. They don't have a point, so to speak. <laughs> so what I think that we're seeing and as as somebody who is constantly on Twisted's nuts, um, and if I'm not on them, they're in my mouth. Mm. Sure. Um, Twisted, especially in the earlier stages, um, are a group that you want to listen to to hear rap prowess. As in, okay, they can flow. Okay, let's see what kind of subjects they can talk about. And that's where you run out. And this is the thing. We went from listening to ICP. We listened to ICP, like, straight for Mm -hmm. fucking, what was it, like 13 episodes? Very long time. Um, Something along those lines. And we grew accustomed to, wow, these guys have one flow. 
<laughs> and it's not great. Yeah. But hey, this the song about this subject is really good. Yeah. Oh wow, this song Violent J told a really good story about this. Yeah. So it's it's like a trade-off of <laughs> do you listen to silly dumb horrorcore carnival music or do you listen to gritty raw better lyrical content but maybe not as even when icp are just talking about nothing Mm -hmm. i can still follow them i follow hocus pocus yeah i was was just gonna say (laughs) hocus pocus is their biggest song about nothing by far like they ain't saying shit but i follow it yeah i would i mean not just that like hocus pocus does it uh bring it on is another one where it's like just saying fucking it. But, I mean... Th- what is a juggalo is also technically, like... Yeah, I, I'll go with that. But there's still a thread to follow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of... But think about it. There's a lot of songs that do that. Just in general. Not just yeah. them. Like, I'm, like rap in general? Like, yeah. how many fucking rap songs are out there There, there's no real point? Nah, what no I'm throwing out there right now. Party Up by DMX. Yeah. There is no... Actual he's talking about connections. Shit. He's There's pissed not. off. <laughs> oh, it's a That's DMX song. Thing. <laughs> it's a DMX song. I'm sorry. But again, <laughs> I follow him. I know what he's saying. I I know what I know he has a point that he's trying to get across and it's working. <laughs> I understand him. <laughs> like I don't get what Twister are trying to say to me. Right. And Here's... I don't feel like they're trying to say anything to me. And I don't know why I'm listening then. <laughs> so that's the thing is, I, I've gotten to, and I, I actually noticed this earlier today, when, after you said that, mm. I started thinking about some of the other music I was listening to. I mentioned I was listening to the Have Nots EP earlier. And I think that that CD, it's uh, six tracks long uh, of ABK and Big Hoodoo. And I think that that's Big Hoodoo's best work yet. It's really good. And ABK, I think, is solid on damn near everything he does. But then I started trying to listen to, okay, well, what are they saying? And here's the title of the track. And then there's a very, very, very loose interpretation of what this song might be about. And it's like, well, okay, I kind of get it. But a really good instrumental should not be the only thing carrying a song. Yeah, It helps. Okay, and when you're able to meld really, really good lyrics and wordplay with a damn good instrumental, you know, you can strike gold. But I I do remember, I remember when I got um, Black Eyed Peas, their album The End, which is the album that had Boom Boom Pow, and being so fucking angry at that CD, because I loved their uh, their third and fourth albums, not their first two, their third and fourth, the ones with Fergie. Starts at number three. Ella Funk is the third one. Um, I loved those CDs, especially Ella Funk. That's still, to this day, probably one of my favorite tra- uh, albums. When I got the end, and I was listening to it, and I couldn't tell when certain songs were ending, and I'm like, huh, this, uh, this is a good background noise. Yeah. But... Aside from literally, like, one track that was not one of the singles, I didn't give a fuck about that CD. The version that I had was, uh, was like, a, t- a Target Deluxe Edition, and a couple of the bonus tracks were pretty cool. But, like, something should not just be good as background music. 
it should be good throughout. And I think that a problem that some of this music is suffering from is, okay, well, there's there's good beats. Yeah. But if you can't focus on what's being said... If you can't give me something to listen to... Right. Like, from you, <laughs> then... I'm just here and, for the beat, and once and the, that's gone, right? Meh. Like I, the, and and here's the thing: is twisted. What, what was something that we we talked about with Freak Show? Is they're telling you what they're about on every other song. Yeah, and they're talking about who they make music for, and they're about very on, few things. And they're right. making music for uh, the same people. <laughs> and not gonna lie, it's 2019. Generation Nightmare came out earlier this year. I think it's their fucking 12th full-length album. Oh, damn. Oh, they've been doing this shit for a long time. I know. It's been a long, long time. I, I know. I, I know. Well, that I think, I'm, I'm looking at it. Okay, when I think full-length, I, I guess in reality, maybe not 12, but it's up there. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, there are still songs like that, but it's how they're presenting it, as in, okay, well, Maybe this instrumental is totally fucking different. Maybe a style that wasn't even considered back in, you know, yeah. 99 or something. So we do get a spin on it and, and whatnot. Or they just, they, but they're keeping themselves on track when whenever they're like rapping a verse or I, something. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, but I, I, I'm also curious, like how many other artists in rap do that? And it's probably a lot. Yeah, probably. Like... But I mean, even even whenever I was thinking of stuff, like I was, I was just trying to think of like other rappers and stuff. And you brought up Fifty Cent before, and I'm like, if I think about Fifty Cent songs, I'm like, I know where he's at. I know what he's talking about. I mean, into club. I know, I know what's up. <laughs> yeah, okay. gotta make it to heaven. Boom, many men. Boom. Ah, oh, that song's so fucking. Cool. Everything on Get Rich or Die Try. <laughs> so that's a classic. It's just, it's, it's. It's a little disheartening whenever I think about it because I do love Twisted, but I mean, but yeah, I mean, talented. I'm gonna be like, stuff, I yeah. have to, like we look, we are literally looking at this. <laughs> You're looking at it with open eyes. I'm looking at it as somebody who has been listening to this music for so long, and I have to do my best to try and my fresh, spectacled eyeballs. Yeah, but picking but, it all out. But that's the thing. I have to try my best to look at this and and not try and like put all of my emotion in it because I'm so like dedicated to it and like it's it's almost like oh what am I doing then am I not enjoying this music as much and it's like no I'm still enjoying it but I can still be critical yeah and listen to to this but also be like I mean it could be better <laughs> like granted these songs like this song right here came out in 90 or was made in 96 that's fucking 23 years ago <laughs> okay I mean the other thing is like you... But we're but at the same time though we're seeing the Jimmy Madrox in mid nineties yeah. flow like a motherfucker yeah but See, like, a, lo a lot of this stuff if, if I'm uh, if if I understand correctly you caught this like over a pretty long time span mm -hmm. I'm catching this all like week after week yeah <laughs> so I mean like this is a very short you, amount of time for this to be you and specifically twisted stuff like we got hit with all of their albums very quickly yeah. Yeah. Like, like, there are three of their albums with, what, like, three really? other albums in between, basically? Yeah, pretty much. Blaze in the two bazaars. Uh, and uh, Psychopathics from Our Space. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which still had Twisted on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's... So, I mean, I'm, I'm catching... A lot of this stuff is just kind of just... <laughs> you you are the Matt Nas. <laughs> That's me. Of this. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, we went on a tangent here, but it was something that was important and we needed to say. 
Um, Had to get that one out. Yeah, it's it like, hey, I love Twisted. I they're quite possibly my favorite rap group. It, it fluctuates between them and ICP. If I, think I if I never listened to ICP, I would have never listened to Twisted. But I, I think that they are very good. And uh, whenever we get around to a specific album, I I will talk about how sometimes whenever they're working with other people and they're given something to stick with, they do very well with it. My favorite ICP song. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's not long, but yeah, I mean, yeah. they they have something to focus on. Whatever, whenever they buckle the fuck down and they do it. All right, whenever you have a song that like, hey, this is what we're talking about. I think they do it. Yeah. You know, fucking, they die, they, motherfucker, die. They they, they they knew what they wanted to talk about there. They step into the studio, and they yell about bitches over the entire track. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, wait, there's one line in another oh, thing yeah. about here. They, he, uh, he has a couple lines where he's talking about, like, like, trying to stay sane enough to, like, make money or just accomplish things in life. And I'm like, yeah, I feel you, man. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, was this the song? I think it was this one that had, uh. Where he said practicing the art of tung fu, maybe, or, or that might have been on a bad dream. <laughs> but I, I was like, how have I never heard this in my life? I love this line. <laughs> Good God. Um. So track number nine, we actually don't have to do because meat it is meat cleaver, which we discussed on um, yeah. Second Back to Our Space. Um, that but, song, but the stuff about it, it's the uh, same one. It was recorded for the first pressing of Most Tasteless in February of '98. When the song was recorded, Madrox and Monoxide made oh. Sorry, I'm talking about the wrong fucking thing. I was uh, at the wrong thing. Uh, Produced by the man Mikey Clark and recorded in February of 98 for the first uh, pressing of Most Tasteless. It immediately became a classic among jugglers worldwide. The debut of the psychopathic family, ICP Twisted and Misery. Guess how many songs they all did together? Just this one! Riders does not count because that's Riders. <laughs> yeah, it's really sad whenever ICP was like, yeah, Misery is part of psychopathic, I guess. Did they did not really care for Misery that much. Why like, was he there then? Um, so, Misery was the brother of Jump Steady's wife. Um, oh. So, yeah. He was a semi-up-and-coming rapper from uh, New York. Huh. So he was, like, already doing stuff? I think he was, yes. Oh, interesting. Um, but then uh, ICP signed him even though Valentine didn't really want to. Um, and he would tour with them, but apparently, like, people weren't really feeling his stuff, which is Dude. why, like, after Riders, he kind of slowly just drifted away. He was, he did make an appearance in Big Money Hustlers, um, but then there was beef that happened between uh, his group, uh, which was a Spanish side, um, and Twisted, Oof. Which we discussed on um, the Blaze song Shit Talkers. Okay. Um, so yeah. Huh. I mean, that's the thing is <laughs> Misery, like, they re-released his, his EP um, what was it, last year or the year prior as a deluxe edition, also with his brand new album, and that's actually really fucking good. Oh. Like, it's not bad. But just the regular EP is like, oh, why? And when he's he's trying to rap in Spanglish, and I'm sorry, he's not uh, he's not Pitbull. He can't do it. It's not good. Damn. I I was literally like way back on Twitter when I first was on Twitter in in college. I had spoken to somebody who was like who was Hispanic, uh-huh. and he was like, "Yeah, 
He's trying to rap words that just sound similar, but if you translate them, they don't make sense. <laughs> I'm like, this is amazing. It was funny. So. Good times. All right, so we'll uh, we'll go on to track number 10, which is Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Bones. Perhaps we can make a deal. Who is it? Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Bones. Come quick, because I'll stick until they go their fucking door. But wait a minute, but we keep out the door. But wait, they're right down, because I can do it, man. I know I can. But it's a me, I'm Mr. Bones. Rapping, two stone tapping, voices laughing. Well, they cast it. Many stones and many hexes, you can't even tell. So go to help me for your brain swell. Part of being a sick man is trying to keep my sanity. Label my tape explicitly tell of this profanity. But wait a minute, I'm the fucking killer. I hung your ass up and cut your pipe out in the cellar. A dweller, my mom of this play is sad, but true, but I'll This was the debut of Mr. Bones, the first solo song Madrox ever did, and that alone marks a spot in Twisted History, recorded in 1994. Damn. I am sad that this song is not longer. Yeah. I actually really like it, and it's not bad. Fucking him rapping fast in 1994? He's just fucking cruising. What do we got? I like the instrumental of this a lot. I do like the flow, too. I dig it. Does what is that chorus? I do not know. Oh man! I figured you would have looked it up. That's you know what? It's not on. Um, it's not on who sampled. Oh well, let me. And it makes me really sad. Well, the sad I'm gonna, thing I'm is, I'm gonna say one thing and let you uh, start opining on it, and then I will uh, look it up real quick. Mm-hmm. Does he have any idea what the strange case of Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde was about? Because <laughs> I don't think he does. <laughs> I feel like everybody knows what that's about, except for Jamie Madrox. <laughs> I uh, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I I was I was reading the like lyrics and stuff too, and all that, and I'm like, no, he's just he's just saying like, am I this one or that one? And then it doesn't matter. Like I he's he's a murderer no matter what. <laughs> like that's not that's not the point. <laughs> um, if I were to God, I I wish there was a way to like fix the mixing for that because I want to hear that. Like, the chorus, I, I know that there's groups that I'm thinking of, like, 80s groups, mm-hmm. that I think that it could be, but I have no fucking clue. Like, the ones on the tip of my tongue that's bothering me. Like, part of me is like, oh, it kind of sounds like it's Cheap Trick. Yeah, it's probably Cheap Trick. I know, but, like, what's the other one I'm trying to think of? It sounds like he's saying, all my friends say I'm a cool young man. Yeah, that's that's what it is. I'm okay. Are we, are we trying? I'm working on it. <laughs> All my friends say I'm a cool young man. Didn't <laughs> hmm. hmm. it? No, nothing. <laughs> I'm not sure, because it could it could be fucking anything, man. Yeah. I don't know. It could even just be like a passing thing in a song. It might not even it- necessarily be like a... Like a focal thing. You go on fucking genius. That's what I'm doing. Oh, okay. I would have done it, but it's okay. <laughs> All I get is just fucking Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Bump. <laughs> yeah, no. No, not a whole lot. No. Alright. It was worth checking. If anybody knows what that's from, that'd be really cool. Let yeah, us know. I'm curious. Uh, also, speaking of people letting us know stuff, shout out to... Uh, to the homie Jiggles, who uh, oh yeah, who hit us up on uh, the Instagram. 
Oh, did he hit us up? He hit me up on Instagram. I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear about this. I sent you a screenshot of it. So clearly you did not pay attention like last week. Like the day of or after the uh, episode came out. Oh, did you not get it? No. That's unfortunate. Uh, Basically, he just said that uh, he wishes that he knew where um, he saw the... um, uh, the annotation saying that Ishan was supposed to be on it. He says yeah. he might have seen it from either Fago Lovers or RealJuggalos dot com. Oh, okay. um, that it was on like a passing thing from there, like on their rare audio or whatever. Okay. Um, this is regarding um, I'm all right from Freak Show. Yeah, and the person whom we cannot speak of, who was supposed to have a verse on it. Yeah. Ishan, <coughs> bless you. Yeah. <laughs> Take that, government. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Do you have anything else? Do you have anything else for me? Nah, I, like I said, I just, I like the song. I just wish that it was longer. It's pretty cool. Um, so now we can move on to... Mr. Mad Rocks, please read the story or a synopsis. You don't have to read the whole thing. Get the get the Spark Notes version. Just watch like the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen or something, I guess. Watch uh, the beginning of Van Helsing. Sure. Oh, actually, actually, the animated movie that came out of Van Helsing, which is a prequel to the movie, that still stars Hugh Jackman uh, as as Van, as the titular character, but it takes place right before the actual movie. It's huh. fucking good. It's made by the same studio that made um, uh, Chronicles of Dark Fury. Oh, okay. Which is super fucking good. I had that. So, uh, moving on, uh, track number 11, this is a Renditions of Reality remix. recorded for the first pressing of both tasteless in February of 98. When this song was recorded, Madrox and Monoxide made a personal mix for themselves with different breaks and a louder piano, just for something to mellow out and get high to. 
It was never really intended for anyone else to hear, but the cryptic collection is full of mad flavors, so why the fuck not? That's exact. okay. So you got it. Well, you had said that it was like different, and I'm like, okay, it's literally not, but it is. It's just they just a different mix. Yeah, they just not. Just, yeah, it's a remix. Te- like by by the most literal definition of the word remix. Yeah, that's basically all it is. <laughs> and they're like, okay, let's just bump a couple faders up. Woo! There yeah, we go. I mean, this version it's it's way more like ambient. Yeah, like. It's, it's 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 got a it's it it fills out a lot more. It in, does in the headphones. Um, I, I mean, appreciate it. Both both versions are good. Yeah, like if, I, I like this one because I mean it, it just does feel like everything's just much more present. Right, right. I hear that. I feel like some of the percussion is a little bit lessened in this, but that's really? because we have like the the synth and the louder piano in it. Hmm. Um, but that's just me. So I don't know. It's it's still a good song. Again, renditions of reality was a track that I tended to like pass up a lot whenever I was like still getting into them but it is a track that like nah I can listen to something that's you know a little more emotional and this is not a bad one to do so especially this one like this <laughs> the instrumental for this one where they say like they wanted a one to, to get high to <laughs> the feel of this song feels a lot like some specific Cottonmouth King songs which clearly are made with the intention of you should smoke to this <laughs> Because what you're going to hear is just going to, like, make everything feel good. <laughs> like, but that's that's what I get out of this one. You got anything else on it? I Yeah, like, like I said, I didn't really hear anything different because literally all they did was just yeah, pump exactly. some things exactly. up in the mix. <laughs> exactly. And, it's, uh, it's almost like the, the what the fuck remix. It's almost like yeah. it's really hard to hear what's different, but there it's, is some uh, stuff different. It's basically the same and it's still a pretty good song. Right. So now we got track 12, which is a Blaze song. Yeah. What? They put Put It Down by a Blaze, but wait! That's not what we're going to listen to. No. I said no. I said no. Not allowed. No. That was a good song. Yeah. You're going to skip to 732. Here's the nice thing you don't even have to tell me. Watch that. Boom. What the fuck was that? (laughs) What the fuck was that? So I've got a... I, I have a thing in this that it'll ignore silence. What? Song and just... That's fucking cool! <laughs> he just did some wizardry for me. information on the on this in the booklet this is a hidden track um it is uh it's called scare this is actually a house of crazies track but it does not have the roc's verse in it um 
So as we heard, uh, the first verse was by Monoxide, going by his name Hectic. Um, and Madrox uh, would uh, would do his verse right after that chorus. Um, this does the exact same thing that the other, like the Mr. Bones track does, in that it's actually mixed quite well. And if more HOK stuff sounded like that, I would listen to it more. It's a shame. Um, the, uh, the biggest thing for this one, though, is that it really shows the gap in... It's going to sound really harsh, but but let me explain. The, the gap in talent. Yeah. Um, Monoxide is not as, as strong a rapper as Madrox is um, at this stage um, of his rap career. Um, I think I've talked about this before. Personally, I think that by the time we get to about 2007 um, is where I think he really starts to, to bust his ass um, and become super good. Some people probably say it's a little bit earlier than that, but that's just based on the style of rap that they're doing and what I'm hearing. Uh, but yeah, him on early House of Crazies stuff, and even on some early Twisted stuff, I don't think is that amazing. And for a very long time, I fully believed that Madrox is the superior member of the group. Um, nowadays, it's a toss-up depending on the song, which I really like, because yeah. it's like they're really pushing each other. Um, to produce, you know, better verses. Um, but, yeah. So it's it's interesting that we get not only fucking five Mr. Bones tracks on this, on this Twisted Cryptic Collection. This is literally, this should just be Mr. Bones featuring Twisted. Really? It's, it's um, his entire EP. Yeah, uh, as well as his very first track rapping as Mr. Bones. Yeah. And then uh, we get a Blaze track um, that I guess was to help promote the EP. Um, actually, no. If I remember correctly, I think actually in the booklet it's talking about um, the LP. I, I actually wrote out. something down about it because I forgot that it was already on the EP. Like I, I was like, I thought this intro oh, was yeah. on there, but maybe it wasn't. It I, was. I wrote down it could have been on his EP, but he already had. I go to work on it. So no, it was on there. And um, yeah, it was there, even yeah. though he already had. I go to work a song that is this right. <laughs> um, but that was on there because. Um, they were also going to promote it. I believe that is on One Less G, his, his LP that comes out. Yeah. So they put that on there because the EP did not have a national release. So they put it on this so more people could get to it. But I, again, I don't know if this was a national release or not. So does that defeat the purpose? I don't know. Um. So yeah, we got through this reasonably quickly, Yeah. which I appreciate. <laughs> We've had a lot of really long episodes, so sorry if you guys thought we were going to be talking about Cryptic Collection for four hours. We weren't. Not a lot to um, say about it. But, uh, I, I think I've already gotten your, your stance on this, but yeah, well, just, just to go over it again for, for the listeners. I feel like Twisted has, uh, has run out their subject matter, mm-hmm. and as such... I feel like there's just not much to listen to from them at this right. point. No, that's, uh, that's I mean fair. we'll we'll see as we go along, but like on this one, I feel like uh, even the stuff that I'd already heard, like you know, mostly the stuff that I'd already heard was the stuff that I was like, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm here for this. Like right. somebody's dissing you. This is a good. It's just a good track. So, uh, but like I, there's there's nothing to hear. From like they don't have anything to say to me really is okay. is what I what I get from it. So this is the thing too is um, again this came out in in two thousand November of two thousand. So at this point, aside from the Mr. Bones stuff that we have, they'd only released one album, hmm. um, as Twisted. 
And so we get a bunch of songs that would have also been on Most Tasteless, potentially. Um, when Crypto Collection 2, when we get around to that, which I think is literally the next Twisted album that we will talk about, we are getting more of the songs that were taken off of Most Tasteless. There's almost nothing that was from the other stuff. I think the, there's like maybe two tracks that have anything to do with Freysha. Hmm. Um, it's very unfortunate when, again, as I talked about before we got started, this Crypto Collection came out when they've only been twisted for two years. You know, if that. Yeah. Um, whereas with Forgotten Freshness 1 and 2, we'd had six plus years of ICP. So we were getting a wider range of songs. We were getting songs from before they were in St. Clown Posse with Dog Beats. Right. All the way to, you know, songs that came out in Malenko era. Um, four fucking Joker cards worth. And then some. <laughs> so we got to hear an evolution of stuff. We got to hear... You know, them just doing the quote-unquote, like, gangster rap, if you want to call it that, from, yeah. you know, Dog Beats, <laughs> all the way to, hey, there's a remix of Piggy Pie on this. Um, remix. Well, the original mix yeah. of Piggy <laughs> But Crypto Collection 1, and to a lesser extent 2, do not have that range, and it's it almost like... It makes me wonder why it is a thing. The Crypto Collection? Yeah. The way I see it, it is... It seems like it's just promotion at this point. Yes. But I, I, mean, I legitimately like, think it is. It, I don't... Like, it seems really... F- I'm just going to call it foolish to release, like, a full-length thing for that purpose instead of, like, a sampler, perhaps? And I I can't agree with that. The fact is, is they... they did this ha- is basically a sampler. <laughs> well, there are some samplers that were released. There okay. was a sampler that came out in 98. Uh, it's just Psychopathic Records 98 sampler. There was also uh, Fatter Whack, which I do have that one, actually, um, which acts like a game show. And uh, it plays snippets from, uh, I believe, I think... Oh, fuck. I think that Fatter Whack is promoting Most Tasteless and uh, Jekyll Brothers... And then there's another sampler that comes out later on that has stuff from Bizarre Bizarre, and then there is a Freak Show sampler as well. Um, and, I mean, samplers are very, very rare nowadays. Yeah. The last time that um, I think ICP did a sampler was back in 2009 for uh, Bang Pabu, hmm. uh, of which I got multiple copies of. Basically, any time I went to a store that had them, I asked for one. <laughs> um, and I remember whenever I was, like, selling some stuff on, like, the Psychopathic Museum or whatever, I would toss one in there, too. Um, just because. I still yeah. have a couple of them sealed, actually. But samplers obviously were, like, a big fucking deal in, you know, the 90s to help promote people. That's one of the yeah. reasons why ICP got, you know, they they got their music out there when they were in Dallas, like going to the fucking high schools and handing out samplers. But with Twisted, I think it was the fact that they were already going on the road with ICP. Yeah. So they obviously they made Most Tasteless twice, essentially. Um. So with them touring constantly, you know, I think that they were just trying to get more music out there because obviously if these people are showing up to shows maybe half of them already have your record that's right. in stores, whether they bought it or sold or whatever the fuck. So they're trying to put out more stuff, and it's like, okay, well... Need something else at the merch table that people don't already have. Right, and not just that, but if people don't know anything from House of Crazies, because House of Crazies was not national, you're getting 
a snippet of some of that and be like, hey, this is where we came from. Yeah. You know, um, see how we evolved. So it's nice that we get that. At the same time, I wish that they could have waited a couple more years to get the first Crypto Collection out there so that we do have that wider range. Even if they would have right. made it a double disc, you know, put the whole EP, put the Mr. Bones EP on there. Fucking just make that four tracks in a row. <laughs> just make that like simpler for me. Honestly, if they would have just released that as like its own thing. <laughs> and no could joke. Been done. And no joke. In 2010, on Twisted's Slaughterhouse tour, Mr. Bones did have a, uh, I think it's technically an LP called Sacrifice, that they did get digitally remastered and sold on that tour. Um, and I think like half of them were signed or whatever. Mine was not signed. I was sad. And I remember getting it and being too excited and not liking it because of the problem that I mentioned before where they digitally remastered it and it sounds like butt. Yeah. Um, I might have to take time to re- go back and re-listen to it and, and see, because I don't think we're going to talk about it on here. It's, it's past. It's not something that's, I think, significant for where we're going, especially because in 2010, um, other stuff comes out that's way more significant. But, excuse me, I just... There are songs on this that I appreciate and I like. Um, again, I talk yeah. about Somebody Dissing You Remix. I fucking love it. Like, I, I can't say enough about that be- just because of Blaze. Um... Oh, excuse me. And the the remixes of, of the most tasteless tracks, honestly, are not bad. So yeah, I can listen to whatever. Those. But I do have a better appreciation for uh, Bad Dream, um, for Something Weird, and Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Bones, legit. I, I do like those a little bit more now. So, I mean, that's just where I'm standing on it. But, um... What do y'all think? Yeah. What are your What are your thoughts on Crypto Collection Volume 1? What do you um, got? It's kind of sad, too, because we're going to go to Crypto Collection 2 uh, in the future, and that one will also have uh, notes in the booklet. But 3 does not, and I fucking hate that. <laughs> like, Damn. they they skimped on, on Volume 3. It makes me super sad. That's a shame. Yeah, it's it's a bummer. Um, But yeah. What do you think about Crypto Collection 1? Uh, what are your favorite tracks on it? Let us know. You can let us know on our various social media platforms. Where are we? Uh, we're on Facebook. At Juggalo Judgment? We are uh, on Twitter. At Juggalo Judgment. Go follow that. We use it a lot more and we don't have yeah, many followers. Follow we have like 46. <laughs> we have like 46 followers. And that's the one we use the most. Um, yep. And we're also on Instagram, which is also Juggalo Judgment. And we've hit over 100 followers. I didn't mention that last time. Thank you guys so much. Uh, I, I post random pictures. I posted that I got the Have Not CD and got a bunch of likes on it. I posted posts from for Kung Fu Vampire on there. No, I lie. The Kung Fu Vampire post was on Twitter because I was hoping he was going to retweet it and give a, get us more exposure. Well, yeah. <laughs> it didn't he work. He tried. I think he... Did he like it? I don't know if he did yeah. or not. Um, so yeah, thanks for, uh, like anybody who, who shouts us out on, like, who talks to us about shit. Yeah, it's seriously. It's always cool, like, even, even just fucking just saying I, what's up. I like when I get a random, uh, notification because you will have responded to something that I didn't <laughs> see. Um, our, so our that... boy Austin on, uh, Facebook hitting us up, uh, from the Freak Show one, talking, when we were talking about 3-6 Mafia. Oh, yeah, show, yeah, 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 you yeah, yeah, you showed me that one. Suggesting that I that I do listen to some more three six and I'm I'll get around to it yeah. someday. Like I said, I got a couple of their CDs. I I'm would... poor and lazy. <laughs> the laziness is what really gets to us. No joke. It's like, rough, man. 
I trust me, if I didn't have to work, I would listen to music all fucking day. I am about to like actually get a bunch of money from bonuses for stuff at work. You're welcome. All of it is going to vacation. <laughs> and then I have like a hundred bucks coming in from playing a uh, a musical. All of that is going to a costume for vacation. Shit, I didn't even know you got paid for that. Yeah, man. Oh shit. Um, it's all cosplay money. <laughs> fucking nerd. Um so yeah, um, again, we haven't really figured out what is next for sure. Um, I'm going to take more time to look at that uh, list on Fago Lovers to double check and see what's next. If I looked at it right based on what Wikipedia is saying, we have a super group to talk about, but okay. I don't quite know if that's next. All right. Um, that would be Dark Lotus. Yeah, yeah we, we talked about it. Um, there is, however, um, a track that I would like to discuss, so we might talk about that in the same episode, but before everything, before we actually listen to Lotus, um, that's kind of a precursor to it. I think it's kind of important to to discuss. And, uh, yeah, that one will be a lengthy episode. Okay. I'm I'm sorry. Oh, that's... Um, I uh, I did get on Instagram live today and a couple people hopped on but I don't think anybody stayed. Um, we're we're gonna I'm gonna say this because we know that Dark Lotus, well I know that this, uh, their first album has two versions. I don't give a fuck what Violent J says. The first version of the album is the definitive version of the album. Okay. Um. What I think we might do... I don't know what this means. So, go on. No, don't, don't tell me. Just go ahead. What I think we might do is we're going to discuss the original version. And then not do an entire separate episode about the other one. But I will have you at least listen to that CD once to hear what's different. And then give your quick thoughts on it on the following episode. Okay. Um, because it is kind of important and does actually go into their history farther on down. Alright. Um, there's also another song that I forgot about that I have to find, and it's in shitty quality, but I gotta find it. Alright. So, yeah. So look, there's that. Keep, uh, keep an eye out for that. Another thing that's probably coming up that I think I can just say is coming up at this point, uh, we, we should be doing Big Money Hustlers mm-hmm. soonish. Um, yeah, we're we're at that time frame. I, I figure, like, I... By, by the way, sorry, it does so show on Wikipedia that the Big Money Hustler soundtrack would technically be next. I'm not fucking doing it, because only three <laughs> songs are not on other stuff. If you want to hear us talk about them, we'll talk about them at a later time. So yeah, we're, we're going to do, do that. Uh, we're probably <laughs> just going to do it... Um, I'll just release the audio straight up on on the same yeah. podcast feed, and you all we'll can do the same team. And uh, I'll have a we'll, we'll we'll do an audio thing to sync it up and yeah. make sure that you're on track for. Be like we're pressing play in three, two, we'll, one, boom, we'll, and then we'll, you, we'll let you know when to pause it and when to play it and yeah. all that stuff. And yeah. and if you don't have a copy of Big Money Hustlers uh, physically, or, um, there is I think it's Tubi TV T U B I. It's either Tubi or Pluto, which is they're they're both streaming services. Oh, Pluto's got them. It's one of the two. I Pluto's think it's a two. TV. Pluto is like a literal like live TV. But thing. they do have movies on they there. They do. Hey, um, yeah. But I believe it's Tubi. 
um, because I tried making a meme using <laughs> Big Money Hustlers, and I had to actually go on the movie to screenshot it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I believe it's 2B, T-U-B-I. Um, you can stream that from your phone, or uh, there is a, an app on, like, Roku, um, or you can just, I'm pretty sure, do it on your fucking computer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, that way you can hear us talk about hustlers and jokes and all that shit. Yeah. I think it's going to be a fun time. Keep an eye out for that. Keep an eye out for our episode with Mars. Keep an eye out for MS-13. Hit them up and if you see them in the streets. They're doing good work out there. It's that time. Uh, for, yeah. the, for the millions and millions of Juggalos and Let's and Juggalendies out there across all of the continents. Finish <laughs> 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 